Thanks for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, or head on over to AmericaOutloud.com where you can click the Listen Live tab for 24-7 talk radio. While you're there, please check out the articles and podcasts, which are updated daily. Um, please share on social media. We face the same social media censorship that so many of you do. So we always say we appreciate it when you share. Got a big show tonight. Colonel John Mills is going to be joining us, a retired colonel. We're looking forward to getting his thoughts on so many of these issues going on. Um, last week, we had a show about Anthony Blinken. Uh, we can't wait to bring him up. Uh, we're going to talk about just about everything as long as we got the colonel on uh, the line. So we're really excited for that. There's obviously a lot going on if you look at what's going on with Ukraine, uh, with China, talk about the disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan, uh, trading the merchant of death for Brittany Griner. I mean, there's so many things this administration has done uh, that we can talk about tonight. So I'm really excited for the show and uh, I'm ready to get started. How are you doing tonight, Rob? Andrew, I'm doing great, and I'm equally excited to have the Colonel on tonight, because as you mentioned, we did a show about Tony Blinken, and one of the things that we said during that show is that the late John McCain said that Anthony Blinken shouldn't be let near the State House, and that he was one of the worst picks of the Obama administration, albeit I would say none of the picks that Obama had selected were good, but that's a story for a different show. But Tony Blinken, I want to just stay with him for a second or two before the entire show, because this man has been disastrous in being the Secretary of State. And I will quote something that the colonel had said in this upcoming book that I would encourage you all to read, The Nation Will Follow. And he said, the master of foreign policy disaster, Secretary of State Tony Blinken, Biden and Blinken promised to have the adults back in the room. That's a joke. They're either in the wrong room, the wrong planet, or the wrong adults. The international landscape is creening toward a showdown with China and world conflict. Everything Blinken has touched or is touching is becoming a disaster. And this is now becoming disaster dangerous. The whole situation is now compounded by false statements by Blinken under oath in regards to Hunter Biden's laptop. He concluded and said, the administration needs to find new adults and leadership for the diplomatic instrument of national power for the United States, retired Colonel John Mills. I couldn't agree with him anymore. I mean, Andrew, we, the whole Hunter Biden laptop, when that came up, you and I, we spoke about that. The New York Times exposed it. Miranda Devine, it was on Twitter. And Twitter decided to suppress free speech. The news media wouldn't cover it. Twitter came up with some phony baloney ideas that, well, we can't, we can't prove this and we can't this. You're not supposed to prove it. That's not your job. It's a freedom of information. 
Someone put it there, let the people decide. But they wanted to jump in because they wanted to help Joe Biden the same way the media is helping Joe Biden now. This man is not fit to serve. Joe Biden should not be the president, not now, not tomorrow, not ever. He is unfit to serve. We see it. Believe your eyes, as we said on one of our shows. This man is not fit to serve. Why the media will not open up all of their shows saying Joe Biden, the man who is not fit to serve, stop trying to tell us, well, this is what he did and this is what he's thinking. Everything that he did and what he's thinking is unfit for our foreign policies and domestic policies. He is simply unfit to serve. There's no in-betweens. He's unfit. The man has dementia. And I hate it when talking heads get on TV saying, well, I'm not a doctor, but, okay, you're not an attorney, but you crucified Trump. You found him guilty. Now, they can get on TV and spin the stories about Trump seven ways to Sunday, but when it comes to Biden, they're like holding his coffee. We don't want to offend. And I guess that's what happened to Fox News. They don't want to offend. The Murdoch boys will destroy Fox News. But that's a story for a different day. Right now, we want to talk about Blinken and Biden, who's unfit to serve. Why is it that he made Tony Blinken Secretary of State? Well, I'll tell you why. Because when he left the office in 2016, Biden took Blinken with him to work in his many foundations and his many corrupt business deals. We're now finding out that there is a whistleblower. Democrats never met a whistleblower that they didn't like until now. Who will say that Joe Biden, as the vice president, had a pay-to-play scheme? How did we get here? How is it that no one wants to speak truth to power? I don't know. But as you said, we have Colonel John Mills on. And he's going to talk to us. He's going to walk us through what he saw, what he knows, and what he think is happening. Colonel, how are you tonight? Robin, Andrew, it's an honor to be on your show. Uh, sure appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much. Well, I'm glad that you came on. And when I saw your book and I saw the clip of your the video you were talking about things, I said, we've got to have him on. We just did a show about Blinken. But here's a person who has a different or another perspective because a lot of times we come on and people will assume that, okay, you guys are saying that. But now we have someone else who sees it, who's write, written a book about it. So what is the whole thing with – or what isn't the thing with Tony Blinken, the Secretary of State, who's completely unfit to serve, Colonel. Yeah, thank you. Well, I think we have a situation. There's so many swirling data points on Blinken. I want to drive to action, action, action for a prosecution on Blinken, because now we have so many points that they're, they're factual points. So we're out of the realm of feeling, opinion, and assertion. Uh, Blinken is is the the vulnerable one in the Biden crime family right now. I prefer the Al Capone approach. We didn't get Al Capone on being a murderous thug. We got Al Capone on uh, IRS issues. And I think now, and I've just just I've been talking to both senators and congressmen personally over the last few days, helping to hone the next impactful letters from con the legislative branch to the executive branch uh, on this topic. We, we, we now have enough data 
with the uh, the U.S. Treasury SARS reports, significant activity reports that reflect all the financial transactions in the Biden crime family. I mean, basic questions. Why did why is the DOJ National Security Division, an army of lawyers, why did no which which receive regularly these treasury reports? Why did they not at least at the absolute minimum initiate a foreign agent registration act violation investigation um, and or, or uh, uh, direct FBI to open an, uh, a foreign intelligence case? This is it also holds the deep state and career civilians accountable. Okay, so that's one thing also. But let's focus like a laser on Blinken because he's falling away from the pack. He's the one that's vulnerable. Let's get him. The uh, In 2014, I was in government having to deal with angry, pissed off Obama folks that were furious with Chinese island building. And isn't that curious? Because now it's all been established. In fact, 2014 was the first time that uh, Biden and his ne'er-do-well son, Hunter, traveled to China and received cash. Now, I go back to 2014. And I go, well, were these upset Obama officials, were they, were they in on it? Were they not in on it, but later in on it? Were they later cut in on part of the action from the big guy? Uh, you know, I... All of the above could be true, but we have now evolved to criminal, documented criminal activity, and we need to get them. And one of the basic things is Congress needs to turn in a DOJ referral for prosecution on him. Now, of course, everybody's like, ah, nothing's going to happen. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We must make, I, I have been urging Congress to pivot this into a criminal referral. And it literally was giving them text in the last few days here on how to write this letter, because uh, we've got to turn this into a criminal referral, regardless of what DOJ and Garland will do, because Blinken is the guy between this UPenn Biden center that has no IRS form 990. Now it appears that when he was the UPenn Biden director, a C3 nonprofit, which is supposed to be nonpartisan, was pulling off the biggest scam in American history with the 51 uh, Intel letters, uh, Intel officers, uh, 11 which I have worked with or for. Um, this, the U.S. Treasury SARS reports uh, that, guys, this is, this is documented financial flows to somebody who was vice president, then was in a hugely influential person out of power, then a presidential candidate, now president. Whether we like it or not, he's been sworn in as sitting in the White House. So action, action, action. Focus on Blinken. Mayorkas is horrible. Everybody else is horrible. Focus on Blinken and run him down. Now, you said that regardless as to whether or not we'll be able to, I guess, remove him, but we should definitely focus in on him and bring charges against him. With Republicans having just a hair vote why do you why would you say that why do you think we should do it no i know why but, but it, i want you to because I, I, I say it all the time but i want <clears throat> our listeners to see that there's a reason behind this go ahead colonel well it's uh, the house can do this already but we're so close if we flip uh, uh mansion and cinema at this time back over into the r column we'll have that we'll have the senate and a lot of people this is as much as we love to hate mcconnell if he can do that, which the turtle, if nothing else, I think the turtle <laughs> can tur pull that off, uh, will we'll be somewhat forgiving. But 
guys, go run through the process anyway. Where he says, nothing will happen. No, get out of that mindset. I never want to hear that out of anybody's mouth. That's the process. Uh, unless we have a shooting civil war, which believe me, I've, I've, I've been in civil wars. You do not want that. That is a very bad, bad, ugly thing. But we're on the verge of world conflict, including nuclear exchange with China. We've got to run this guy down. He is the target. Do not get distracted by anything except for running down Blinken. And I assert that like in the pre-World War II days, actually 18th century, uh, you know, in the 19th century, <clears throat> what was Congress has its own police force. They should be using their own police force to detain people who are in violation of law uh, and in violation of nothing else, subpoenas and responsiveness to the legislative branch. Not this, not where the Biden team has been coordinating with the F, you know, the FBI has been coordinating with the, you know, the House and the Senate orders under Democrat control. I think that was unlawful. Focus like a laser on running this guy down. And I, I've given by uh, Blinken the benefit of the doubt. I always try to call balls and strikes fairly, no matter what. But at this point in time, it is undeniable, and we now have we have factual evidence of, of unlawful criminal activity, and regardless of other parts of the government failing to do their job, this is the target. Run them down. Something else you mentioned, the Civil War. I do believe that the left, they want an outright out Civil War to take place here in the United States. They could care less. You look at just look at the things that they do on a day-to-day basis trying to divide us. And with blinking at the top coming out saying that yes, there's nothing special about America. Yes, we're all racist. And then for China to throw that back up in our face when we're trying to tell them this is how you should treat the Uyghurs. I mean, this guy is a complete disaster on the world stage why he's there, he's out of his league, for them to allow China to send not one, but two balloons to go from one part of the states to the next, coast to coast, and do nothing, and then they want to come out and tell us, oh, there's nothing to see here. Look at what we're doing in Ukraine. I mean, to in my opinion, Colonel, and I want you to pick this up, and we if I would have time, if you can mention it before the break, I believe that the United States is in war with, with Russia, not Ukraine. Ukraine is just a strawman. And then to have China and Russia coming together, and the Saudi Arabia and India, and Blinken is telling us, oh, there's nothing to see here, folks, just go about your day-to-day. We're in dangerous territory. And no one seems to care. This administration, they're, oh, come on, Biden's doing a great job. Look at the, the job numbers. And he's going to run again, although he's going to run from his basement. And he's going to give interviews, although he's not going to give an interview. And everything is just hunky-dory. And we can all sing Kumbaya. No. There is something inherently wrong with this picture. And we know it. We see it. But they're trying to make it seem as if though using the media that everything is okay, and that Tony Blinken, who's probably always wanted this job all his life, he now has it. He's a failure, and the American people need to wake up. So I agree with you. Laser focus on Blinken. We got to take him out because the man is disastrous. He should not be in that position, Andrew. 
Yeah, very well said. We're going to continue this discussion in our second half. You're tuned in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrew with special guest Colonel John Mills. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. So we're back on After Dark with Robin Andrew and our guest, Colonel John Mills. He's written a book, The Nation Will Follow. We're going to talk to him a little bit about the book, but I want to go back to something that I ended on during the first segment, and that's China and what's happening there. And while this administration, or as Biden has said, oh, we'll eat China's lunch, China is eating our lunch. And why they're trying to hide that from the American people, why they're trying to hide the alliances that's taken place with China and Russia. And as the colonel said, back in 2014, you had people that were angry. They were seeing China build all these little islands. And China is right in our backyard, folks. Why this administration won't admit it, why they won't admit China's footprint and so many different places, a secretary of state who's telling us, oh, don't believe what, you're, what you see with your eyes. Colonel, what's, what actually is going on? What do they have to profit by not speaking the truth? Why is it that Blinken won't just be open and say, folks, this is not good? Colonel, what are your thoughts? Well, I, I think at this time, we have to, I always divide this administration up into thirds. One third that mean well, and you can have a conversation with, because I've had to engage with a lot of these folks over the years, even up to current times. One third that mean well, but even the most horrible things in human history have been done by people who mean well. One third that are back guano, absolutely crazy, ideological, you can't even have a conversation. One third that are smarmy, uh, passive aggressive, and bought off, captured elite. Okay, at this time, the 
Biden family is an, a crime family. It's documented in the Treasury reports. OK, I think we have to put Blinken. We have to move him over from the means well to the bought off category, because that's the only way I mean, this guy. I mean, I may be dating myself, but he I always call him Eddie Haskell Blinken. Um, and but uh, lives and nation, the fates of entire nation states are, are, are uh, uh, at the, the fate is in his hands. I have a scorecard that I've shown. You can see it on Colonel Rhett John, my Substack, Colonel R.E.T. John, uh, Substack, Getter and Truth. But I've scorecarded him and I give him a red, yellow, green across a number of functions. The most critical measurement of the effectiveness of the secretary of state is will a foreign nation take his call right now if you look across the different organizations and key critical partners across the world there's only two countries that can be counted upon to take a call from blinken and that's our good friends in japan and south korea other than that everyone including nato including the uk uh, he's he's thrown uh, india and israel want to be our friends but there's just been this deranged, unhinged hatred of India and Israel from the Obama-Biden team. And I, I used to have to turn in a cut list of priority countries to deal with on cyber relationships. Every time I put in India on the, on the top, they always crossed it off. I don't know why. Israel crossed it off. Don't know why. And uh, they just have this unhinged hatred toward them. And this is, you know, and you, you mentioned the Ukraine war. It is a proxy war, no question about it. Ever since Madeleine Albright of the 90s, just this unhinged, again, I will put it as a hatred of Russia, because as I had to do with State Department in the 90s, they just had this just volcanic dislike of Russia when they were on their knees, when we could have conducted a historic reproachment to establish relationship. Instead, Madeleine Albright bravely stepped forward from the mob and kicked Russia in the teeth when they were on their knees. Putin remembers that. Now, Putin is not our friend in any way, shape, or form. He's a bad guy. And the, U the war in Ukraine is is many things. It is a proxy conflict. Uh, there is corruption. Uh, there are biolabs in. That is, that's actually 2005 Nunn-Luger Amendment update. That's what established the worldwide biolab program. I thought it was Q silliness. You know, Q has a 97% accuracy rating. And uh, they were absolutely right. It's actually in U.S. law. That doesn't mean Putin is good. Putin is a bad person. Uh, my policy always provide the bare minimum essentials for uh, Ukraine to defend itself. But we have to total, we have to focus 98% on deterring China because they are the senior partner. They have a signed formal treaty to take out the United States called the No Limits Partnership. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in the, we are, it's not, we're past the gathering storm. We are in the first stages of conflict worldwide conflict. And we have to figure out how to put the right, the rightful president back in office and deter and if necessary, defeat the Chinese alliance to top the United States. As crappy as it is here. And, you know, and you talked about civil war. I just came from California, gave a great presentation, the American Freedom Alliance in Los Angeles on the 22nd. Uh, wonderful Dr. Karen Sigmund. Uh, I mean, that was, that was there, Gordon Chang, Frank Gaffney, Brian Kennedy, Kennedy uh, Steve Bannon gave the, the keynote. Um, we have to figure it out. We have to do it. And, you know, we won the Revolutionary War with only 13% of the population. We can do this. We're 84% of the population. The blue states are bleeding, bleeding population. They can't bring in illegals fast enough to recover from the flight of population from the blue, uh, the blue states to red states. So let's leverage that. Let's figure out how to uh, put in the rightful president 
deter and defeat the Chinese-led coalition. We could do this. And we need to do it. Now, I want to ask you something else about the uh, the letter that Blinken got the 51 intelligent agents to sign. And we're fine, although he denied it, but we now know that the former CIA chief, Mike Morrell, has pointed the finger at Blinken and said that it was at his behest that he rushed and put this together and sent it to these intelligent officers, who, by the way, still have security clearance. So my first question is, why would he do it? My second question, why wouldn't these intelligent officers question this? I hear that some did and some said, no, we're not signing this. This doesn't make any sense. But these are officials who have security clearance. They could have done due diligence and said, no, there's something behind this. But we're finding out that many of them just wanted to go along just to fit in to help Joe Biden. Colonel, what are your thoughts? Yeah, it, this was political warfare by the cult and culture of the intelligence community, which we need to essentially burn down and start over with again. Um, and I have a career, uh, almost 40 years uh, in in the, the uh, Title 50 and Title 10 world, with Title 50 is Intel, Title 10 is Department of Defense. Um, so, yeah, I'm Mike, I thought... I give him still somewhat the benefit of the doubt. I think he was snookered a bit, but it is the cult and culture because a number of them um, were, are frankly backwano crazy and deranged with their, their hatred of Trump. And ladies and gentlemen, we need to start conducting Trump trains. That's what they fear. They fear and are terrified of populism. They are, fear, they are fearful of the American citizens taking control of their government, which is the way it should be. We own the government. And the government answers to us. We do not answer to the government. That's the way it is. That's our constitutional. And they they represent the deep state sick culture that has to be burned down and started over again because we can't, uh, again, Mike Morrell, I know him a little bit. I know, I know several senior intel officials who did not sign that letter. I can't name them for legal reasons. Uh, but we do have some some good guys and girls, but we these were dirty. I think most of them knew it was fake. In my book, The Nation Will Follow, nationwillfollow.com, I, I, I was invited immediately after Trump won in 2016, two days after the election, I was invited to be part of the Intel community assessment to find, you know, I was called on the top secret phone, John, you've got to be part of this. We're going to finalize the Russia story and uh, uh, block, uh, delay or block, Trump's 2017 January inauguration. I said, you guys are out of your mind. But I'm a, I was a career professional. I said, okay, yeah, I want to see what the evidence is. I want to see this. If, if Trump is a Russian asset, I want to see it. Guess what? My final recommendation when the package came back to Department of Defense was non-concur. My, my, my package that went to Ash Carter, who's now dead, Secretary of Defense, was a certain non-concur. There is no evidence in this top secret package that showed that Trump is a Russian asset. I said the executive summary and said he's a Russian asset, nothing in the bottom, no evidence. And I was told by Ash's chief of staff, John, stand down. Don't worry about it. Ash has already signed because John Brennan and James Comey are personally hands on keyboard preparing this uh, package. Um, and uh, it's already been signed. I go, this is, this is back guano crazy. I mean, you never have a, us, uh, uh, director of CIA or uh, director of FBI personally typing. That's what you have staff for. This is crazy. So these, these people are insane. They're out of control. Some of them do know better. Some of them are willfully, willfully, viciously in the game. 
some of them don't know uh, better on this on this group of 51. Um, so, so Colonel, there's, there's several people I'm disappointed with. Right. So like you said, with, with their background and they have a team of people, I, I would think that they would have reached out to to say, could you do a little investigation just to make certain before I sign this? But it appears that they were so willing to sign it. I know John Panetta was probably willing. John Brennan, they, there's no love lost with, with Trump. James Clapper, I would have thought, would have had reservations. Uh, Hayden, he's come out against, I mean, said some really bad things. And then there's so many others that just jumped on. I mean, were they not thinking that the truth was going to eventually come out? Did they think that they were so good at covering this up the same way they took a miracle on this wild race with Russia collusion that, hey, even if it does, no one will believe them. And now this guy's coming out, Mike Morrill, and saying Morrill, that, yes, I, I this was done, and I went ahead and did it because I we wanted to help Joe Biden. We wanted to give him something that night that he could take and run with it, and he did it. And, of course, Chris Wallace, who's supposed to be a journalist who just threw all his credibility out the window, like, forget it, we're just going to put this here because we want to help Joe. Although we know that Joe is suffering, we know that Robert Gates has said on more than one occasion that Joe has been wrong on every foreign policy issue for the past 40 plus years. We don't care about that. We're going to sign this because we know that this will give Joe credibility. Joe didn't know what he was saying. He knew that he was compromised, but they just jumped on and did it. Did they not think to have someone to investigate or did they just didn't want to do it, Colonel? What are your thoughts? Yeah, for many of them, they just, it's this deranged, Trump derangement syndrome. It's no more complicated than that. Hayden has, and I've worked with, worked, uh, been worked with him for years. You know, I was never really, never at his level, but in, in many ways working on uh, on his things and, and on his staff. Um, so Hayden, uh, ever since Trump knocked out low energy, Jeb, he's never forgiven because remember what Hayden's crown jewel was to become Secretary of Defense. And under Jeb, he was going to be Secretary of Defense. And that denied him the coveted, never before achieved foursome of being Secretary of Defense, in in addition to being director of CIA, director of National Intelligence, and director of NSA. Never been done before. So it was just petty, petty, petty stuff. Hayden was going to be on my, uh, I was, I penciled in to be on my PhD thesis committee for as I, as I go uh, for my PhD. And as soon as I realized that he was a bad player, I took him off. Uh, I had rearranged the whole committee. I said, I want this guy on it. I don't want anything to do with this guy. So, uh, um, it's just pure petty aggrandizement of their their own personal positions in history. And they will throw everything out the window. They'll throw our constitutional republic out the window to get power. They don't care. So they're part of the deep state. They're part of the elite. We must turn everything upside down in a lawful manner, and we can do this, and uh, and reestablish American citizen control in this government, because they represent the deep state. The, the, the ca- and some of them are captured elites from China. They're bought off. Yeah, and that's the, the scary thing about it. It's all about power, what they want, and they're literally turning things upside down, wanting us to believe lies. And you wonder, like, do the American people see this? And just going back to Hayden, what he wanted, you know, under Jeb Bush, the Secretary of State, Secretary of Defense, uh, 
And it takes me back to Merrick Garland, who wanted to be on the Supreme Court. Now, we dodged that bullet, thankfully. And we're seeing now, had he been put on the court, the kind of judge he would have been. Look at how he's his approach with criminal activity. Look at how he has weaponized the Department of Justice. Look at how he has turned his back on the Supreme Court when people are out threatening the Supreme Court, out rioting outside their homes. There is a statute that says you cannot do this. If you do, you go to jail. But they're busy trying to prosecute the Jan 6 folks while during the summer of 2021, we had riots nonstop with individuals burning down government buildings, attacking police officers. And we're supposed to believe that that's okay. Don't think anything of it. It's allowed. Merrick Garland could not protect the institution that he wanted to be a part of, so I'm going to burn it down. I'm not there. I'm going to burn it down because they denied me the, the opportunity of being on the Supreme Court. So they should get what they deserve with people coming outside rioting and threatening to kill Brett Kavanaugh, threatening to kill uh, Alito, threatening to kill Amy Coney Barrett, go to her home and kidnap her children. You would think. He would say, that's wrong. We're going to arrest them. But they're too busy saying, oh, we can't find them. Oh, freedom of speech. So I'm not surprised that Hayden would behave the same way because he felt, well, I'm going to be denied the opportunity to assail to the position that I want. So because of that, I have to stop Trump by any means necessary because, as you said, Colonel, it is all about power. They don't care about anything else. They don't care about America. It's just about power and the ruling class. Everyone else be damned. And that's not what this country should be about. But under the Joe Biden regime, under Joe Biden, this is what we have come to. And it's extremely unfortunate. And why voters can't see this? Well, you have the media with their propaganda machine with them turning stories and twisting stories to fit their narrative. The other day, well, not too long ago, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, General Milley and Lord Austin were called before the Hill, and they were asked directly, do you have transgenders or drag queens performing on military bases? And they denied it. We're now finding out that there is a drag queen who's supposedly, supposedly a recruit for the military. Do what you want to do in your own private life. But Colonel, I would submit to you that some years ago, probably 20 years ago, under the Clinton administration, the don't ask, don't tell, looking back on it, that was the best policy ever. Because now it's ask, and even if you don't, we're going to tell you. And look at what they have done to our military. Our recruiting numbers are down. But to them, oh, it's okay. If no one wants to join in, we're going to go the other route. Do you actually think drag queens will go out and fight? When we look at history, the people that have really gone in to fight and have enlisted have been the men and women in middle America. The men and women that Joe Biden's regime has turned their back on. Look at East Palestine, Ohio, the train derailment. We don't hear about that anymore. 
the poisonous waters. We don't hear about it because as far as Joe is concerned, die, live if you want to, but if you die, I don't care. This is what's being the messaging from the top, but no one wants to talk about it. We just forget about it because they're insignificant because they didn't vote for Joe. What are your thoughts about drag hour on the military basis, Colonel? It has absolutely no place uh, on a military base, period. And this is... Uh, let's separate uh, this transgenderism cult from lesbians and gays. That's a different topic. Let's the transgenders are a cult, and they are Antifa. They're literally they're pedophiles. They are the squatters. It's the same angry, angry uh, cult subculture that is just absolutely they hate their lives they hate everything about it and they and they're miserable and they want everything everybody else to be miserable there is no way to placate them we should not be placating them it's uh even uh who is it the quiet uh, d uh, d smith uh, quiet the riot uh may have the names mixed up who just came out with a great statement on it so we will not sub- submit to them. And I thought it was awesome and the right thing to do. He's taking a lot of heat for it. And he, a lot of times he's been a lefty in the past. This is a, this is, this is their brown shirts in the street. And uh, I'm absolutely dismayed. Uh, Gilday has, uh, Admiral Gilday, the chief of naval operations has said, Oh, Harpy Wingnut or whatever her name is. who's doing the, uh, the, the transgender cross-dressing routine. Um, you know, He's going, oh, that's okay as long as they're not doing it on company time. I'm sorry. This is ridiculous. There's multiple uh, photographs and films of this harpy wing that doing it on uh, company time on, uh, in the Navy. I said, as long as if you're, in, if you're on a Navy ship and you're doing that, that's company time. And that's ridiculous. And, and yet they can't figure out it, it is the biggest recruiting and retention crisis ever you know, the active force is supposed to be about 1.35 million. We're down about 10% at a minimum across the board, meaning we we have 135,000 shortfall, 135,000 shortfalls. That means if you need 100 people on a ship, that means you're only getting 90. That means 10, possess, 10, 10 of your slots are not filled. Uh, and it's only going to get worse and worse and worse. The military should be about essentially one theme and thing and that's building deterrence capacity and failing deterrence to fight and win china and uh, against china and russia or any other threat and it, it, I've, I've worked with gilday personally i'm shocked i don't know what happened who switched the light bulb and uh, switched the switch and he just went cr- back guano crazy on this topic and and i i went to uh, what's called army war college in 2009 and then later uh uh, that's your senior senior college as a as an 06 a, a colonel captain as you prepare for general officership i've been through that uh 2009 war college i realized holy smokes i must have missed the memo i'm an outlier something happened as far back as them it's only gotten worse and i was went through now everybody has to become joint qualified and i was one of the first to be joint qualified on top of that so now you're you're purple you're not a service you you know all the services but there's this this just absolutely crazy indoctrination that's going on. We have to focus on war fighting preparation in the uniformed military. And I just, you know, Millie is, uh, I mean, he's already been, he's going to be departing shortly. We need to get a war fighting, war fighting general or admiral in there because we're on the precipice of world conflict. In the early days of World War II, we had to fire a lot of generals and admirals. And I hope we don't 
get punched in the nose and bleed and have to fire a bunch of generals admirals let's try and do it now and get war fighting generals admirals in place why do you think all these i'll say this andrew i know you want to come in we, we have so many these generals have become so woke as of lately i just can't explain it in 2009 when at Carlisle Barracks Army War College, you know, I realized I was an outlier. You know, there's only certain, you, you, there's certain things, ways you have to say things. There's words and expressions you aren't allowed to use. And, you know, I, I must appear, you know, as even uh, you know, counsel, oh, you know, we may have to drop you from the course if you can't, uh, if you don't learn how to speak in the proper language. And I go, what in the bloody, where did this, where was the memo on this? How did I miss this? And, uh, and, uh, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. It's a we need to get out of this group think and all these at these at these vaunted institutions. Everybody likes to lecture everybody else on being open minded and being, you know, diverse and all this stuff. Now it's indoctrination. It's just just absolute backwano indoctrination, and you know that there there is a uniform uniform way of saying and doing things. Everybody must conform. That is not diversity. And that's they're, they're imposing an ideology on everyone. And if you speak or act any differently, you are not welcome in the club anymore. So all this pr- prattle about being open-minded and diverse is, is, is a smokescreen for a hardcore leftist ideology, which is a communist revolution in our country. So we're just going to have to figure it out. How, we're going to have to figure out how to get rid of all the woke, wokeism. And the defense journals, I, I, I have to read a lot of the defense journals daily and, and the cult of the defense journals and the military industrial complex, they mock and sny. Uh, there's a sneer that there's any of this. There is no wokeism in the military. Oh, you bet there is. But we need to go back to Trump trains and mega trains. They fear us. We need to do them lawfully, not violently, no forced errors. I know after January 6th, everybody is very, very careful and concerned with being set up, which there was an FBI riot on, on January 6th. January 6th was an FBI riot. Um, so big government is trying to get 84% of America. We need to go back to Trump trains, mega trains, road trains, because that's they, they fear that. They fear us rallying and come together. So we, we start doing this again, again, in a way that is not, not violent in any way. Just that that is one stark manifest uh visible action that they just go they go crazy over and we need to do it yeah we're joined by colonel john mills author of the nation will follow you can get that book at the nation thank you so much colonel for joining us tonight we appreciate your insights and uh, we appreciate you coming on and look forward to having you back in the future Oh, thank you, Andrew and Rob. Uh, absolutely. It's an honor to be on on uh, your show uh, with you two gentlemen. Am I allowed to use that word? Uh, absolutely. Uh, l- looking forward to it. Yep. You guys are tuned in to After Dark with Rob and Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Rob and Andrew. We are fighting the ultimate fight between good and evil. AmericaOutloud.com replaces groupthink with innovative think. Well, it was Walt Whitman, the poet, who said, Keep your face always toward the sunshine, and shadows will fall behind you. 
America Out Loud Talk Radio. The liberty and justice for all. Whether you're an independent, a Democrat, or a Republican, one thing remains true. Airborne viruses love us equally. You've all heard Malcolm and the great Dr. Peter McCullough talk about the advanced nasal solution Cofix RX. Cofix is made in the USA and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide. Spray goodbye to colds and flus with a Cofix RX nasal solution cleanse. That's cofixrx.com. Save 20% by using promo code OUTLOUD at cofixrx.com. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced Nutrition Company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. We're back here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew, and we're joined by Colonel John Bills. It was an interesting discussion we had with him. Uh, really enjoyed having him on. Gave us all kinds of great insights, and we recognize, we recommend that you guys check out his book, The Nation Will Follow. Uh, a lot to digest from that. Obviously, this Biden administration has been a complete disaster with its foreign policy. Uh, most recently, Russia has blamed the United States for this drone attack and the Kremlin. Uh, perhaps another assassinated assassination attempt towards Vladimir Putin. Seems like this Biden administration just likes to continue to try and provoke Russia. We all know that they were also blamed for blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline. And I wouldn't be surprised if they had a hand in it because I don't believe anything that this administration is currently telling us about anything. And I think these tensions and all the warmongers uh, in our government are uh, just leading to very, very bad things here in the future. We've got to right this wrong and get Republican leadership in in 2024 because uh, it's scary times out there. Joe Biden continues to blow up everything that is handed to him and uh i don't trust where he was going in the future how about yourself rob no i agree andrew we definitely uh we've got some perilous times ahead of us and i should have asked a general about this i forgot the colonel rather but i do believe that the united states had a hand in this whole assassination i don't know if it was an attempt just to scare putin but I don't trust anything coming out of this White House. I don't trust any of the reads coming out of this White House. This is definitely a war, as the colonel said, a proxy war. Ukraine is the strawman, and we're pretty much calling the shots behind the scene. And we're hoping to topple Putin. Now, here's the thing, because if we get rid of him, who's waiting in the wings? We never know who's waiting in the wings. At least we knew that Putin was a bad guy. We knew up front what he was trying to do. But allowing Putin to run to the arms of China and 
our Secretary of State Blinken is telling us there's nothing to see here. And that's all we hear from this White House. There's nothing to see here. Oh, don't pay any attention to it. This war was supposed to have been over, Andrew, six months ago. Remember when we were marching to war, they were telling us, oh, well, well first, it was the Biden administration saying Putin is going to attack uh, Ukraine. And they were all running around with their hair on fire. Oh, they're going to attack. They're going to attack. Whereas Zelensky was saying, no, I don't think so. They haven't told me anything. He was visiting different places. He was on vacation and whatnot. But I think the Biden regime were putting fuel to the fire because they wanted this to happen. And they were assuming and thinking that, hey, we're going to do this awe and shock and we're going to scare Putin. He's just going to go away. But it didn't happen that way. Some years later, we're still there. And what's left of Ukraine? (laughs) I can't figure it out. Andrew, what's left? It's not a big country. What's left? What more is there to bomb? They had said that the winter was going to slow down this whole thing. Didn't do it. Blinken came out the other day with numbers saying, oh, we've killed these, well, they've killed this amount of Russians. I'm like, okay, that's fine, but look at how many Ukrainians they've killed. Because that they were trying to get sympathy from us on that when the war first started. Oh, the Ukrainians, they've killed so many. Yeah, but a year later, they've probably killed thousands. What gives here? Tony Blinken not being truthful, feeding this information to Biden. Biden doesn't know which end is up. He's just there just sucking it all in. Mark Miley, he's too busy trying to bring in gays and uh, lesbians to the military and, and then uh, cross-dressers and drag queens. I just can't – how did we get here? And I, I find myself, Andrew, asking that question all the time. How did we get here? How in the hell did we allow Biden to take control of the White House and then forever change our culture, our economics just changed everything. This is a point in time that will all point to Biden. And it can't be that he revolutionized things. No, he destroyed our standing on the world stage. He destroyed our economy. He destroyed our culture. He destroyed who we are as a people. He turned us against each other. You know, the colonel mentioned about civil wars, like we don't want that. No, we don't want it. But I think the left, they want it. They want an all-out war, because that would be the final control of their power. They've destroyed all of our major cities, destroyed them. You have Eric Adams coming out saying that the governor of Texas, Abbott, is busing immigrants to states, cities, towns, whereby they're black mayors. Well, Mr. Mayor, you guys said that you're sanctuary cities, so why wouldn't he? Texas isn't a sanctuary city. He's not going to let them stay there. And since you guys seem to be able to take everyone else in, why wouldn't he send them to you? You have like the welcoming committee. Why wouldn't he do it? And something else you got to think about, Andrew, because this all this is all connected, is that these people have to have ID. Where does the ID come from? Yeah, you'll give it to them at the local level, but it also goes to the State Department because the State Department issues passports. Don't be at all surprised if the, if the State Department under Tony Blinken isn't initiating some form of ID with these illegals. And I saw the pictures of the illegals staying in police stations and because they had no place to put them. I don't feel sorry for them. I don't feel sorry for these cities that are doing it. Why should I? You guys were asking for this. So if you're going to ask for it, you're going to get it. Then you have people like Blinken, who's probably behind the scenes working with these governments, these local cities and saying, well, this, these are the IDs we're going to give them. Because remember in California, Gavin Newsom had said that he wanted them to be able to vote. All IDs, passports are coming from the State Department. Who's at the State Department? Tony Blinken. 
these guys are all colluding. And Americans are completely unaware of it, or they see it. But whenever the light bulb is turned on and they can see the light, what does the left go and do, the media? They go and throw out something about Trump because he's a lightning rod. And people forget about what they're going through. They forget about the problems, and they start focusing on, we can't, we can't put him in there. It would be the worst case ever. And Andrew, did you see, just speaking of Trump and generals, did you see the statement from Bill Barr the other day that he said that if we put Trump into office again, it would be complete chaos? Did you see that? I did see that. And he I, said it on Fox News. Those two are yeah, the Fox perfect News. match. They're the perfect match <laughs> for each other, Fox News and Bill Barr. When I saw that, I'm thinking, okay, Bill, had you done your job, we wouldn't have the chaos that we have now with the Biden administration. What do you call the Biden administration? Peace and tranquility? We got chaos right now, man. What's your problem? Under Trump, the country was thriving. People respected us. What, what type of chaos were you talking about? It was a chaos that the left was creating, the chaos that they were putting him in. He didn't manufacture the chaos. But you see how these Republicans, they don't think? I mean, seriously, you can say, okay, under Trump, it's nothing but chaos. Yeah, but was the country itself in chaos? Was the world in chaos? No, we were respected. The chaos that was, that was following Trump was created by the left and by rhinos. But people don't see it that way. They'll listen to what he's saying and say, oh, yeah, that's so truthful. Oh, he's being truthful. He's telling the truth. No, he's not. He knows that you won't think any farther. But like I said, our listeners, you guys are thinking. You're top-notch thinkers. But we want you to get this and share this with other people because they're not. They're blind. They will only take Bill Barr at face value. But then when you really look at the whole picture, you'll realize that Bill Barr said Trump has every reason to be mad considering what he was under, trying to be the president of the country, trying to lead, and you have these Democrats throwing things at him, as well as rhinos, and, you know, Bill Barr, he's part of the rhino committee. But see, we're so easily, people so easily forget the full picture. As the colonel said, laser focus on Tony Blinken. Laser focus. Let's get him out. Laser focused. And he's scared. Tony Blinken is afraid. Because he knows that they've got the goods on it. We have the goods on all these people. So when I hear the media saying, well, if they got it, they should show it to us. Well, you guys didn't have one scintilla of information or goods on Trump, but you still ran with it. You got Pencil Neck in California, Schiff, saying, oh, they don't have the goods. They're just saying, no, Pencil Neck, you never had the goods. But you would go out and spread lies to the media, and they would run with it. And that's something that I always said that the right-wing media should have called him out on, that, folks, he's lying. According to the Constitution, according to the House rules, rather, he can get on the House floor and make up all these allegations and not be charged. But they didn't do a good job at explaining that. We explained it, but the right-wing media didn't do it. So now we're doing it for you. These people are full of lies. Tony Blinken is not fit. Joe Biden is not fit. So when you hear all this stuff coming at you, dissect it. Look at it. Say, wait a minute. What, it, what aren't they telling me? Don't believe the messaging coming out of the White House. 
don't believe the messaging coming out of the government at this point because they're all corrupt. And as I have mentioned before, you have a situation when one government leaves, another government comes in, but the government that left, they leave behind their crooked players. When Trump went into office, there were so many people in so many different layers that were corrupt, that had designs to bring him down, that were in key positions that they could not be removed because once you're working for the government, it is very difficult for them to remove you. But Trump had said he wanted to make it possible that you could fire these individuals. And now we see this. Now when you see, when it seems as if though all these people are doing the right thing, no, they're not. They are colluding. They're able to do what they're doing because their jobs have been protected. And once one administration moves out, the other people are still behind to keep things going. So that's what we see here. When Trump came into office, he had people, legacy people from the old Bush regime, old Obama, well, it was old Obama regime, and then the Bush regime. They were still there in those key roles. And they were able to make trouble for him. And now we see that. And that is the reason why those 51 intel officers were so willy-nilly and so happy to sign that letter. Laser-focused. Tony Blinken. He has to be stopped. The entire Biden cabal corrupt. We must stop them, Andrew. Yeah, very well said, Rob. It's hard to believe, but we're already out of time. Uh, thank you so much once again to Colonel John Mills for joining us and discussing uh, his new book and uh, Anthony Blinken and a lot of other things. We got covered a lot tonight, so we're really excited. Thank you all for joining us on After Dark with Rob and Andrew on America Out Loud, which is available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, wherever you stream. Or you can always go to AmericaOutloud.com where you can find our full archive of shows. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.